and welcome back to your weekly witch fix. Today I'm going to be looking at a 1996 film called Little Witches. Now honestly I thought I was on to a winner this one. I was googling around looking for lists that people have made of their top witchy films. I thought this is where I'm going to find some good movies. Not just ones that have the word witch in the title but ones that are actually good. And I came across this one which is a Canadian-American horror film that was released in 1996 and yes that is the same year that The Craft came out and I thought well The Craft is one of my favourite films about witches slash paganism of all time so one that was released in the same year would hopefully maybe carry some of the same flavour and once I'd watched the trailer I thought this looks kind of like Diet The Craft it's not as good but it'll it'll fill a hole if you're if you're missing the original. I know a lot of people don't really rate the craft movie and a lot of people actively dislike it but I came to see the craft after I'd already become interested in paganism and I saw the trailer for it online and this was before I could even buy anything online and I could never find a copy of the DVD so it sort of became my holy grail of films that I wanted to see and when I actually did track down a copy and watched it I was blown away because I loved the rituals in it the kind of girl group bonding experiences that they have where they're all just sitting around uh, with the candles going and talking about different kinds of spells and I really liked the shop that they go to and just basically everything about that film. I've since learned that they actually had a, a pagan advisor for when they were writing the film and obviously that really shows in how it's put together and all the things that they include. Do I think that glamours actually change your hair colour with a swede with a hand? No, but that's what makes it entertaining as a film. I think that part of the reason a lot of people don't genuinely like the craft is because of the kind of attention that it brought to witchcraft and paganism as a whole and the kind of influx of teenage girls coming in and asking what seemed frivolous questions at the time. But regardless, I really like the craft and I was like, little witches, I must track down a copy of this and watch it. Unfortunately, I couldn't find a DVD of it anywhere. But as luck would have it, someone had uploaded the entire film to YouTube and this came up when I did my search for the trailer. So I was very lucky. And it's only about an hour and a half long, so I thought, you know what, I'll just watch this now. And uh, then I can scribble down a few notes as I go and record this episode later. Now, the plot of the film is actually very similar to the plot of the craft. It centres on a group of girls at a Catholic school who discover witchcraft and start practising it. There are some other similarities aside from the whole Catholic school setting. The ringleader of the group is also kind of a bad girl and a societal misfit with an abusive father, just like Nancy in the craft and in this case, that character is called Jamie, and she's played by Shiri Rappaport, who later went on to have a role as one of the tech advisors in CSI. So I couldn't actually place her because I don't really know the name of any of the actors in CSI, but I looked up some pictures and I was like, ah, oh, that's where I know you from. Uh, there's also a big flamey pentagram on a beach at one point. There's romantic jealousy between the two female lead characters, Faith and Jamie. And there is the whole plot centred around the invocation of a made-up deity. In this case, a sort of Satan-like figure. And obviously in the craft it was Manon. 
And I remember a lot of people being quite critical of Manon being listed as the deity that they're worshipping in the craft. But I've recently found out that they actually made that deity up because they didn't want to do an invocation to a real deity and potentially be disrespectful or cause problems when teenagers tried to emulate the film. So you can't really knock them for that. Anyway, enough of the craft. On with this travesty. So I started watching the film and the first thing that occurred to me was that it was like the craft, but with a lot more tits and a lot shitter acting. In one of the first scenes, characters remove their tops and it just goes downhill from there on the tit front. There's just generally a lot of tit around. And when I was Googling to find out the actresses who were involved in this film, I actually found out that there's also a film that was released in 2011 with the title Little Witches and I thought maybe that was a remake of this one but it turns out that that is a porn film so I would say that this film is very much stuck between the craft and being straight up porn. The film itself opens on a rather disorganised chaotic ritual where a lot of women are there and they're naked and sort of covered in leaves and they're wearing weird masks made of wood and they're chanting and dancing around this well with a bunch of candles. One of them appeared to be wearing an ivy thong which just cannot be comfortable and they are trying to summon the horned demon and doing various rituals but then some people show up in some black cloaks and proceed to kind of fight them and stab them to death and then the whole ritual scene catches on fire and then there's a really weird just kind of straight cut to a bunch of schoolgirls in a catholic school classroom being taught by a nun and i was left thinking what is happening here and also why is that nun wearing a bum bag or I guess a fanny pack for our American listeners. We find out through some slightly chunky dialogue that there are currently earthquake renovations going on at this Catholic school and that some of the girls have to stay behind over the Easter week instead of going home for various reasons that aren't really covered except that it's mentioned that Jamie is staying because she has an abusive father and that Faith is staying because her mum is going on a trip. I'm going to chuck in a trigger warning here for familial abuse although it is just that mention of her showing up with bruises after going home. So they are sort of kicking around at the school while everyone else has gone home and they're eating dinner with like the one nun that has been left behind with them. And they start talking about going down to space that has been uncovered underneath the school by this recent earthquake and having a poke around and maybe doing a seance there because there's apparently a very well-known story about a secret society at this school who were called the Illuminati. No relation to the Illuminati of the popular meme. But anyway, and that a hundred years ago, a group of female students vanished and they'd never been found. Shortly after this, the workmen who are down in the area underneath the school come across some bodies. So it becomes quite clear where those students vanished to. And it appears that they are the people who died in the opening scenes with the fire. So they go down there to perform a seance. This is about 30 minutes into the film at this point. So about a third of the way through the runtime, and they finally made it to the secret room. There was just quite a lot of time given over to lingering shots of, I don't know, topless 90s women. So they go down there and they start reciting a chant to try and contact whatever spirits may be lingering while also drinking two gallons, and that is a literal two gallon bottles of communion wine. Uh, a second earthquake then takes place, which reveals a Latin book that was hidden in a hole in the wall. 
only one of the girls can read Latin and that is Faith who is kind of the opposite character to Jamie in that she is devoted to her studies and genuinely a bit of a boring nerd so because she can read the Latin she's the one who has to go over the book and she finds that it's a book of spells and rituals designed to summon a deity who is also known as the Horned God but who is most prominently known as He Who Comes and at this point I did start to wonder if perhaps I was accidentally watching the porn version. But anyway, after finding this book and finding out what's written in it, they just decide to randomly do the spell. They find out that there's a series of rituals that culminate in a ritual on Good Friday, which is meant to bring he who comes forth. And they just decide to just do it. And I don't really understand that because to compare this again to the craft in the craft, Everyone had a reason for wanting to do magic. So Nancy wanted to be rich to get out of her trailer and get rid of her abusive dad slash stepdad. And Neve Campbell's character wanted to be free of her scars. She wanted to be beautiful and popular. And Rochelle wanted to be free of bullying and sort of racist harassment. And I guess Sarah wanted to fit in and have friends and to be loved, which is why she ends up casting her love spell. But there's no real reason given for why any of these girls would want to do anything to do with magic. They don't have any kind of need for it in their lives. There's nothing that they are struggling to attain. They just find a spell book full of rituals that say it's going to summon an evil horned demon. And they're like, hey, cool, let's uh, crack on with this. We've had a gallon of communion wine. What's the worst that can happen? And there's no real reason for them to be in any way interested in summoning Satan. They don't even particularly seem to have any issues with Catholicism or the school that they're in, except Jamie, who seems to be kind of anti-authority in nature. This film definitely classifies witchcraft as an anti-Christian thing. It is something that you do against God and against Christ, and it's very much of that ilk, whereas the craft is obviously that it's a separate religion and has nothing to do with God and the devil and all the rest of it. This definitely sees it as here is a thing that people do to fly in the face of God and the only thing that will come of it is that they will summon Satan, which I mean that's a direction you could go in with this material but it seems a bit kind of poorly researched if it's meant to be to do with actual current day practices. They also don't end up doing any actual spells as in spells to accomplish anything. In the craft obviously you have lots of different occasions where they do spells. They do glamours, they do a love spell, they do spells for Nancy and all the rest of them. But in this the only kind of rituals that you see are the ones that are in the run-up to Good Friday and summoning the Horned God. There's no real reason for any of the stuff that's happening and they're not even really practicing witchcraft so I was a bit disappointed by that. Uh, about one hour into the runtime, nothing really happens aside from them having obviously discovered the book and committing to do the rituals. It just kind of plods on and there's quite a lot of time given over to how they are finding specific plants and things that they need for the rituals but those are just we're going out to like clip flowers in the countryside and do gardening as part of being kept at school and we're just going to like put some herbs in a bag while giggling so it's not particularly interesting to watch I'll add in another trigger warning at this point because both Faith and Jamie are vying for the attentions of Daniel who is one of the work crew who is at the church to renovate after the earthquake and he is obviously quite interested in Faith and he also reveals that he's a virgin which 
obviously comes into play later because you guessed it there's a virgin sacrifice but in an effort to kind of upset faith and put a wedge between her and daniel Jamie takes all her clothes off and then jumps on Daniel in her bedroom and it's very clear that he doesn't want her to be doing that but she persists nevertheless so I'm going to put a trigger warning in just for sexual assault I guess. So they come up to do the ritual they become warned that there could still be guardians around and the guardians are the black robed people who devastated the cadre of ivy thong wearing nymphomaniacs at the start of this film and they decide to just quietly bump off both of the nuns who are there in case one of them happens to be one of the guardians and then it gets to the final scenes where the ritual is trying to like be carried off and it's foiled by faith who kind of busts in and starts forcing communion wafers down people's throats while shouting the power of the one true god compels you so again that's a bit weak i think it's not to do with witchcraft versus witchcraft which is basically what was the plot of the craft was using magic for good things versus using magic for evil this is very much comes down to literally a girl named faith chucking communion wafers at people and killing all the evil witches who are bad and mean and horrible even though they don't seem to have ever made a conscious choice to do anything bad or mean and horrible and Honestly, I don't think that any of them ever discuss what will happen when the god has risen. It's mainly just Jamie wants to do it, so we're all going to go along with what she wants because she's terrifying. She might take her shirt off again. Unlike with the other films that I've looked at, I actually think that this one has kind of a plot that is redeemable. Unfortunately, that plot has already been made into The Craft. So it is very much a case of basically the craft came out and then this weird off-brand version came out which isn't as good and is mostly to do with like all witches are Satan worshippers and must be killed with wafers. So I don't really recommend it. The only other thing notable about it is that it was the acting debut of Clea Duvall who went on to be in other films like She's in the Grudge and various other things. And I quite like her because of her appearance in But I'm a Cheerleader which is a sort of cult LGBT movie and I thought it was just very odd that she was in this but I guess needs must when you're just starting out. There's an interesting section under reception on Wikipedia that says just reception for Little Witches was largely negative. The Chicago Sun-Times commented that the film was full of cliches while the Kansas City Star named it as one of the worst videos of 1996. The acting, to be fair, isn't too bad. The dialogue, etc. isn't badly written. It's just that the plot is very disappointing and not very interesting. And there isn't much there in the way of witch fulfilment because none of these girls actually do anything that is very witchy. Also, I'm not sure if it's because I wasn't watching the official release on DVD, but because I was watching a sort of dodgily uploaded copy on YouTube. But it did look very grainy and very dated. It basically looked like something that had been filmed in the 80s instead of the 90s. Whereas I think the craft kind of looks like it could have come out in sort of the early 2000s. So it's like a weird divide, even though these films were released in the same year. One of them is quite forward thinking in terms of paganism and it's shot and recorded in a way that is reasonably modern. Like it obviously looks a teeny bit dated, but the effects and everything kind of hold up and it looks like it could have been shot in the last 10 years or so. Versus this film, which is very kind of backwards thinking and negative in its portrayal of witchcraft. And it kind of looks like a mess of ass that was recorded in 1981 as maybe part of a music video. I've sort of learned now with my experiences of 
reviewing Wake the Witch, Mark of the Witch, etc., that there are three categories of witchy films. There are the good ones, which are the ones that we've probably all already seen, Witches of Eastwick, The Craft, basically any film that you can watch without falling asleep or going to do something else. There are the sort of medium ones, which is where I'd put Little Witches and The Initiation of Sarah. You could definitely watch them and understand the plot and maybe get something out of it. And then there are the unwatchable garbage ones, which is where Wake the Witch falls. So this one kind of skates between those categories of unwatchable and watchable. But there is definitely a plot. It definitely flows from beginning to end and is told reasonably competently with acting that didn't make me want to throw a shoe at the screen. But I think in terms of overall rewatchability, I would probably not watch this film again simply based on the quite slow pacing and the fact that it looks like it was recorded through some gauze curtains. Also, there's just quite a shocking amount of just boobs for no reason. And I can appreciate a good boob, but I don't know. It just felt like there was absolutely no reason for it. And I think the craft managed to come off as sort of subversive and to do with discovering of sexuality and all the rest of it without having the main characters whip off their Catholic schoolgirl uniforms and dance around topless in front of builders, which is a scene that actually happens and goes on for far, far, far too long. I hope you've enjoyed this review. If you have any good films that you would like to recommend that I watch, please do get in touch. You can get in touch on Twitter at WitchFix and via email, which is witchfixpodcast.gmail.com. I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye!